Subversion is the slow process which we call either ideological subversion or active measures or psychological warfare. What it basically means is to change the perception of reality of every American to such an extent that despite of the abundance of information, no one is able to come to sensible conclusions in the interests of defending themselves, their families, their community and their country. It's a great brainwashing process which goes very slow. It takes from 15 to 20 years to demoralize a nation. This is the minimum number of years which requires to educate one generation of students exposed to the ideology of the enemy. In other words, Marxism-Leninism ideology is being pumped into the soft heads of, of, of at least three generations of American students without being challenged or counterbalanced by the basic values of Americanism. The demoralization process in the United States is basically completed already. Most of it is done by Americans to Americans, thanks to lack of moral standards. Yep, so that's uh, Yuri Bezmenov, his prophetic uh, words for America and what was being implemented by the KGB and stuff like that's that. Thing, yeah. I don't know if you would need to prove that it's true. I mean, you could see the effects of that. Yeah, wow, unfortunate. There's many, there's many kids come out of college the way public universities are nowadays, mm -hmm. even some private ones. Well, if you're just joining us, uh, welcome to Ad EastCast. Uh, this is, uh, I'm Hesco, this is James, um, and uh, today we got a lot, a lot to discuss, a lot has happened the last couple of weeks. Yeah, last um, couple of minutes. Last <laughs> couple of minutes, yeah, we got uh, quite a few, uh, quite a few little, little things that have happened. Um, so, <clears throat> in local news, I guess, uh, Parts of Maine were being held hostage, basically, by this crazy man. Um, yep. The main the shooter from Maine. Um, what's uh, what's this dude's name? I forgot. Something uh, Card. So. Robert Card. So Robert Card. Um, He's a army reservist, uh, according to the uh, local law enforcement up in Maine near um, Lewiston, Maine, Lisbon, Maine. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a, a certified firearms instructor for U.S. Army Reserves. Uh, I don't remember what job he did in the Army. Uh, bulk uh, fuel. So bulk fuel specialist, yeah, yeah petroleum specialist. Yeah. Um, uh, recently got fired from a uh, recycling center and run on a uh, rampage through a uh, through a bowling alley in a bar, killing. I think I think the up to 18 dead it was 16 dead yesterday uh, 18 yeah. dead 13 wounded and just in the last uh in the last hour uh, he has been found dead from a self-inflicted gunshot wound yep so that manhunt is over uh now now the political tirade begins with on the fallout every democrat screaming for the banning of AR-15s, because that's what he used for the shooting, the banning of high-capacity magazines, the, the banning of well, anything you can use as a weapon. Right. So right. You, you, everybody's going to see that in the next coming weeks. They're going to talk about this. This shooting is the next great proof that guns need to be taken away from the American people. What it is a proof is uh, how the system fails to take action on on these people because he was identified yeah. as a problem person yeah 
Um, he had been showing signs and symptoms and making statements uh, akin to schizophrenia. Yeah, he had been he had been uh, confined to a, a medical institution mm-hmm. or at least a medical wing of a and hospital got, and got released uh, for a while. And that's that's normal. So yeah. um, for mental health evaluations, for mental health evaluations, and that's normal. But the thing is that. Uh, um, a governmental structure for that state does have the authority. Um, I don't like red flag laws um, in the way that they've been spoken of in the traditional yeah. media because um, they've been spoken of as basically your neighbor can say some right. crazy stuff about you and then they take your guns yeah. and stuff like that. But uh, there is a, a there is a different um, different type of of the same thing you could you could still call them red flag laws if you want to but it's a it's a different procedure altogether that requires uh adjudication you know so um that that state agency or the federal the feds could have collaborated with local agencies and gotten a, a mental health warrant for this guy um mental health warrants um can include the temporary confiscation of firearms um it, it could it don't even require that the state holds the firearms. They could be relinquished to a family member, somebody of trust, uh, until this person gets better. Um, we've executed a couple of those. I have, um, uh, when I was uh, assigned as a mental health officer, I've assisted with a couple of those, and they weren't. We didn't keep custody of the firearms, but we gave them to the person's uh, yeah, the person's parents yeah. or closest uh, next of kin to hold on to these. Um, while we figure out, um, you know, while, while this guy goes through the medical process and gets med compliant and whatever, right. once he gets on a treatment plan, he's de- most definitely get his guns back. It's, uh, and it's a, yeah. <clears throat> and, uh, it's not, a it's not, a not, so the thing is that there is no, there is no absolute way of preventing these things without infringing on people's rights. Did you right. say isn't? Yeah. There's, um, well, that's the thing about, uh, red flag laws and the arguments against them. You're, you're. Mm-hmm. You're limiting, you're restricting somebody from their right to right. own a firearm uh, in this country. Uh, eliminating their Second Amendment right without being convicted of a crime. Right. And I can see the, the counter argument being due process of law. So you can restrict somebody's Correct. right through due process of law. And I think it would apply in a, uh, in a mental health case. Uh, we're seeing more and more mental health cases with the uh, um, w- with the rampant use of um, drugs in this country. Mm-hmm. Mental health becomes a huge factor. Those drugs do deteriorate your mental health. They do break you down. So just because it's a mental health condition due to addiction <coughs> doesn't mm-hmm. mean it's just an addiction issue at this point. It, your mental health is right. deteriorated through the addiction. So... People that are arguing for and against it right now, I, with as many mental health crises as, as we've seen personally in our mm-hmm. jobs and throughout the country, seeing these these shooters that are obviously mental health patients mm-hmm. have been in the past off their meds. Now they go nuts. Yeah, you you got to have some kind of avenue through due process to restrict their access to weapons mm. so 
But with the, with, I agree with you with the red flags, laws the way they're being talked about in the media. Yeah. That's that's absolutely out of the so question. You can't just eliminate somebody's access right. to weapons just based on a couple of people's. Right. So there's there's a there's where's a, the end. There's a distinction uh, in the procedure. There's just not a distinction in the name. Yeah. And uh, once 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 the name is uh, associated has bad connotations, right. uh, it's kind of kind of hard to argue for the opposite. Right. Um, like I can I can sit here and tell you, um, I'm for red, I'm I'm for red flag laws, and then. All the bad connotations that go along with it right. are what gets associated exactly. with what I just said, as opposed to the latter, uh, which yeah. is like I am for the temporary confiscation of somebody's in crisis, because right. uh, crises do pass, um, and, uh, and and for some people, they pass never to come again. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm I'm an example of them, you know. I, I, I went through my mental health crisis after the war and stuff like that where I wasn't feeling, I was not feeling good. Right. Um, it passed, and I haven't felt like that since. Right. Uh, it's been many years, decades, I'd say, you know, so, but it, it it's a, it had, like I said, it's bad connotations to it, you know, right, so right. Uh, I guess this guy, this guy frequented that uh, bowling alley quite a bit, and I guess he was a passionate cornhole player, which is one of the sports that they played right. at bowling alley. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of people that he had, they were his friends, they were just happened to not be there that day, because there, um, there was a different, I guess it was a different bracket for cornhole tournaments, and that day, they, his, the people that played with him the most were just not present. Uh, for that leg, so he ended up shooting a bunch of people playing cornhole and just having time, spending time with their friends and family, and uh, enjoying themselves. And right. uh, the, and this guy just walked in there, and um, apparently uh, it was exacerbated by uh, um, his his schizophrenia was exacerbated by his uh, perceived added functions to. Uh, a hearing aid that he had just gotten recently, which okay. uh, augmented his hearing. He could, he was, I guess, uh, imagining that people were talking about him, like he could hear people talking about him hmm. and stuff like that. So, uh, this is a person that was clearly, clearly disturbed and uh, had uh, insane issues. You know, right. he was just like, he had a lot of issues and uh, he had been flagged by his uh, reserve unit as well. Like, mm-hmm. his reserve unit already taking some steps he had been under uh emergency detention order once before um i mean at this point it's just um so we're still under the 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 it's hard to this is why in law enforcement man we we have these we some of these things are are there's no gray area if you say you're gonna kill yourself even if it's in jest during the course of an argument, we've all had an argument with a special someone and whatever, and it's just kind of like gone sideways, and we're trying to get a rise out of that other person. We said some stuff we didn't mean to say. Uh, sometimes some of these people that they was like, oh, "I'm gonna kill myself," and, and if that makes it to my ears as law enforcement officer, you gotta go. Like I gotta take you, because my my operational my op, my operational procedure 
dictates that I it did yeah. I have you have yeah. to go for it. Doesn't let you make a choice. It doesn't let me make a choice for you. It doesn't let me articulate that. I mean, it, well, he wasn't it, serious. He was just kidding. Oh, he was just kidding yeah. and whatever. I mean, it does have some room for that, um, and there are some exceptions, uh, some clear exceptions. Um, I am trained to do a pretty decent evaluation, so I can I can do a pretty robust evaluation and establish a, a plan of attack for these things. But in a lot of times, um, there is no right. There is no wiggle room. You yeah. gotta go get checked. Um, I don't know. It's just uh, it's unfortunate, man. This guy killed uh, eighteen people. Um, he was uh, before he was found dead today. He had already been charged for approximately eight of those crimes. Yeah. Um, they're waiting on identifying the remainder yeah. of the the people that were. Yeah, that he, he already had multiple warrants for murder. Uh, I see. Have you seen the video? No, I've seen it's, photos. That's about it. It's rough. Yeah, I bet. It's rough. Um, I mean, rough. He walks in, it's, and he... Cold. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So, um, was it, was that the video? Was it the same video? No, I'm thinking of another video. How many shooting videos do you watch? I've watched so many. <laughs> i watched so many. That, that, this one, I didn't think had a video. No, I'm thinking about... I'm sure, because it has security cam. That's where the photos are coming from, from the security cam footage. No, I, no I'm thinking about the dude from Buffalo. That did shot the convenience store what, a couple months ago. Uh, a while back, yeah. like he shot a bunch of black like eight black months people ago or something like that. Like yeah. he specifically yeah. went to shoot, shoot black, black people. people. Yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, no, that was the video I saw. Sorry, so I apologize. I <laughs> I did not see the video for this guy. Just casually um, watching murder videos. Yeah, yeah, it's a yeah. it's a pastime of mine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Clear. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a so. So yeah, so that's that's done and over with. Now we gotta deal with the fallout. Of, yeah, and like, like I said, the fallout is gonna be the political uh, minutia that's gonna come out of this, and it happens every time. It's predictable, which is why I'm saying it. I've already seen the like the mayor and the governor, the mayor of that town, the governor of the state, like oh, we need to ban guns and we need to ban high capacity magazines and we need to ban this and ban that and more red flag laws and implement this and. None of that shit works. I mean, it's been tried in other places. It doesn't work. You can ban every firearm in existence right now. It's not going to get the guns off the streets. No. And the things people, police will just go door to door. No, police won't because police own those guns too. Mm-hmm. I, I can't imagine a law enforcement agency that would, that one, would give that order. Two, the officers would actually follow it. It's a gross violation of the Second Amendment. So. Yeah, and that's that's that goes back to some of the so reference back to Yuri Bezmenov. Um, it's it's all happened before. Mm-hmm. Um, don't be surprised if uh, police are given a crazy order like that and they do follow through with it. It's a it's a it's a thing, man. It's a. Uh, it would surprise me. It, it, yeah, it would be a surprise. It would surprise me. There's uh, the thing is that it's it's a Herculean task in in and of itself. Um, it, so if you want to see uh, an actual open revolt by the American people overnight, ban the guns. Yeah. An open revolt leading into an actual civil war. Ban the guns. Yeah. You will have an open revolt. Mm-hmm. People will march on DC with their weapons ready to fight. Yeah, 
I'm pretty sure most folks would take a day off of work for that. Yeah. It's yeah. a gross violation of a fundamental right of this country. Yeah. The very first ten amendments, the second one, is the right to bear arms. Mm-hmm. People take that shit seriously. However you want to interpret the Second Amendment, people take the Second Amendment seriously. Yeah. Yeah, it's a... Uh it's a it's a thing. Um, unfortunately, you know the some of these lawmakers up in D.C. they don't they don't seem to see just like Yuri Besmanov says. Yeah. In spite of all the evidence yeah. placed in front of them, they can't see the the answers to make a sensible decision. They can't can't see past it. Uh, in spite of all of it, they'll be like, oh, well, uh, you know, they still will try and. It's bananas because um, you can reference a million other things that are illegal that still get done. Yeah. Um, hell, murder's illegal. Yeah, still happens all the time. Still happens a lot, all the time, every day. Drugs. Every, every single day. Drugs are outlawed. Drugs. It's illegal to possess. illegal to transport. Yep. It's illegal. They do it anyways. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's... And that's the thing that the only thing you can do is either you want to live in a full authoritarian regime, where and some people do and they don't some want to people, say it, well, or they don't realize that that's what they want. Well, that's that's what they want. Yeah. That's that's what a lot of these these yeah. liberals want. But and it's unfortunate they don't see that. Um, they they don't. I, I don't understand how they do not see themselves becoming victims immediately. Just like everybody else, because you do you think that yeah. by you implementing these things, then you're just gonna you're sit gonna be there, immune to it. You're just gonna sit yeah. there on your perch, like yeah, yeah, yeah. suck it, people, that, and you're not gonna be subject that's to. A, that's the thing I've said about uh, like being a being a police officer and dealing with the the public in general. There are multitudes of people out there, and a vast majority of people that support police. Right. Like, even all this shit you see on the news, it, it it's a it's a stark minority. Right. The vast majority of people support police and support what police do. And I joke that, that, yeah, you support the cops until you're the one with the warrant. Yeah. And it's true. Well, people are like, oh, yeah, support police, you know, back the blue and everything. I got a warrant for your arrest. Oh, fuck you, pig. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's that quick. Yeah, it's, it's uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's, yeah, that's funny because that, that's, that's absolutely <laughs> true. true. But, uh, I mean, I don't. I don't under I don't understand. Like uh, you, you shouldn't you shouldn't want the government to dictate your every right. waking moment. You know, and, and people uh, wanting the federal government to make a uh, make a step in on this. There are plenty of things the federal federal government should not and cannot make a decision on. Those are state issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that they can't do is the 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 guns. Then the federal government can't make a definitive law banning weapons. They have. Because they've been allowed to by the people, mm-hmm. and it's unfortunate that they were allowed to by the people, like the the um, the assault weapons ban. Mm-hmm. It's an infringement on guns. Right. It's an infringement on what kind of gun you can possess. You should be able to possess whatever kind of gun you can afford. Yeah. I wouldn't classify a nuclear weapon as a firearm. Right. There's certain limitations. Now uh, the, the, just the Second Amendment says arms. It doesn't distinctly say firearms, but. Right. I don't uh, make the price of nukes like I don't know the GDP of the planet a couple trillion dollars for one nuke. Yeah. Good luck coming up with it. 
Yeah, it's uh, <clears throat> it's it's gonna flood the the it's gonna flood us now, cause uh, this uh, anytime something big is happening, we get an active shooter. Yeah, it happens every time. And it happens every time. Anytime something huge is about to happen, <clears throat> we get the. Look what's happening over here. Right, Look right, what's right. happening over here, while all this other crap is happening on the <coughs> other on the back end. Yep. Uh, Usually so, in DC. Yeah, it's uh, backdoor voting and oh uh, yeah, bro, closed sessions decisions. and all kinds yeah. of committee decisions and nasty stuff happening and ain't nobody there to protect any one of us. Um, we got a new speaker of the house. Yeah. Um, Finally, after what it was. Like a week or two? No. Two weeks? Three weeks? This is about a month or so. Uh, three weeks to a month. I'm not uh, tracking exactly how long, but it was a little while. Usually it takes more rounds of voting to do it, but yep. Mike Johnson. Speaker Mike Johnson. I think he's what? He's been a representative since 2017. 2017, yeah. From Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Honestly, don't know much about him. Oh, I know. So far, is that the liberals can't stand him. They hate yeah, him. they hate him. Oh, this headline um, that I found. Uh, where, where where did it go? I think it was from ABC. I think they changed the headline as I had it up. <laughs> it was a uh, non-white uh, Democrats are upset that. My, no, that wasn't Mike Johnson. That was the other guy. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I'll get to that later. <laughs> My mistake. <laughs> ah, okay. So uh, then, of course, uh, that that dummy that pulled the fire alarm, he uh, pled guilty. I heard he got charged. What did he get charged with? Uh, he pled it's guilty a to some misdemeanor. Yeah. They're gonna give him like a little fine and some bullshit and then after he pled then the video came out of him actually removing emergency exit signs and then pulling the thing and then running away like they knew what he was doing yeah. like purposefully yeah pulling a fire alarm pulling a firearm to just fire to delay the vote to delay the vote yeah <clears throat> um so you can't you, you can't make that damn argument. Everybody has seen a fire alarm in a public building. Everybody has seen those handles. They are red boxes that say fire alarm. They are a white T handle. That all you got to do is reach in there and pull it down or like grab it and pull it away from the wall. It, it's real simple to use. They're m specifically made like that so you don't have to use like small motor function skills yeah. to do it. You just grab the damn thing. Right. Does anything <laughs> else in your surroundings even remotely resembles that and his, does a done a function his bullshit statement was like oh i thought it opened the door name a door in that building that is opened by a switch on the wall look look at the there are plenty of images on the inside of, of the congressional building they all have handles doorknobs it's just like any other office building some of the doors are older than most but it's just like any other office building that's all the... It's not a building at Langley, you know? 
It's like so, some like basement at MI6 or something. No. It, <laughs> <laughs> there's no door in that building that is opened by a switch in the wall. Come on, uh, man. Is he talking about like the handicap thing? Uh, that, that's a... Uh, that's, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, big-ass blue push button. It's a big button. I don't... I mean... Either way, either way you slice it, it's bullshit. He's, he's completely lying. And he got away with it. Of course. And he got a misdemeanor charge and a fine for the same thing that the January 6th folks got are 20 still, years for. Are still in jail for. Yeah. Some of them. Yeah, some of them it's are still a, in jail waiting trial. The ones that have been convicted got like 17 years, 10 years. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Kidding me? Yeah, <laughs> but that's, that's the, the... Same thing. So I remember... I remember when this stuff was first happening, that different... The different... Uh, different levels of justice you know when it came to you yeah. know what liberals get away with mm-hmm. and what you know conservatives get away with and and, and i thought that for sure it was kind of like some kind of that kind of jurisdictional considerations or something for like there was a way to explain it and the more i see it I, I mean i can't i can't i can't argue with it it's just it's insane to me yeah. like these people will do the same will commit the same crime break the same laws mm-hmm. and um they get a slap on the wrist or nothing at all yeah yeah, we still don't have a Epstein client list. We still yeah. don't know what the hell just Lane Maxwell was in in jail for. You know, nope. the, uh, she was, she was what convicted for trafficking minors to no one to no one apparently. Um, so I mean, we still don't know. Um, we still don't know who visited that island other than that flight log, and um, yeah. nobody's brought freaking Bill Clinton and his twenty six trips over there to bear. Um, Tom Hanks, you know, Tom or Hanks, or and all these other people. Tom <laughs> Hanks, nobody noticed that Tom Hanks just ran to Greece and became yeah, a, became a Greek stu- citizen. Became a Greek citizen and, until the freaking just in the, case until the heat died down, and yeah. then um, he he came back, started pumping out some movies. He and, made himself a backup plan. Yeah. So it, it's just uh, come on, man. Um, we all know what they were doing in that damn island. If he ever even gets a whiff, sir, he ever it's even gets a, a whiff that somebody's going to press charges or get a warrant for him, he's off to Greece. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, there's so much, uh, so much going on, and in the in the meantime, you know, you got the former president of the United States being freaking dragged through the coals, mm-hmm. uh, having gag orders implemented on him in the middle of a campaign, yeah, ten thousand uh, dollar fines for fining and for just talking about the the court staff, ju- judges passing freaking summary judgments yeah. without any trials to take away his properties and ability to conduct any kind of business. I mean, it's just uh, it's yeah, it's insane. It's the definition of railroading. It's insane. How how do how do we get back? To to neutral, if we ever were there at any point, I mean, how do how do we how do we get back to that? Like, I think we've gone past. I think like a lot of things since like 2019. Is that when uh, that virus hit? Was it COVID? Yeah, the COVID. COVID 2019. Which are not giving medical advice, you do for the love of Christ. We're not talking. We don't just talking. So, (laughs) can you even mention? Yeah, my God. (laughs) I think since 2019, since COVID came yeah. around, there's no going back. Like with any of this stuff, like politically or socially, any any of this shit, there's no going back. Not anymore. It's either going to stop dead or it's it's just going to continue until it reaches its fruition. And what that is, I have no idea. Um, hmm. We can speculate all day long, but we don't know. 
Like a lot of things that we talk about, some of the things we're just speculating. Right. We say it. We're pretty open about it. We don't know. That's but we, uh, we do research. I do research for fun and part of a career. So does he. Mm-hmm. So. That's insane, though. I mean, but oh well. So the new speaker is going to have to deal with uh, with all the all the shenanigans um, mm-hmm. that he's got coming for him. Um, he's got they're, they're about to do the vote so for the package yes. what is it a hundred when I first heard about it it was a hundred billion now it's up to a hundred and five nearly a hundred and six billion dollars that President Obama President Obama President it's Biden the same guy. it's the same dude yeah. it's the same dude it's the so, white guy who talks a lot weirder. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it really is the same guy. But uh, President Biden has pressed the, uh, the Congress to pass a spending bill worth nearly $106 billion to support the Ukraine war, the war in Israel, and says here on Associated Press to the, the border which I seriously doubt a dime of it's going to the U.S. border. Apparently it's like 18 million going to the border for Probably. Uh, the construction of the, of the wall. Yeah. How ironic. Yeah. Um, Talked about that last time. This guy is just accomplishing what the Democrats wouldn't allow Trump to accomplish. No, he's just basically slapping his name on it and it's like, look what I did. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's, a, it, it's, a, it's, it's plagiarism. Yeah. <laughs> Which he's known Which for. Which he's known for. Yeah. Imagine that. And that's the thing. Like, I'll support the Ukrainians because they were invaded. I'll support Israel because they were attacked openly. But why are we paying for these wars? I know wars are expensive, but why are we paying for them? I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't understand, man. Look. I don't get the, it. I'd like somebody to explain to me why the United States has to pay for these wars. So, so it's been a constant. Um, I don't know how to say. Okay, so all right. So here's the deal. I'm at a loss for words. So here's the here's <laughs> the deal. We are on. Um, we we have been for a long time on a. On a, we've been living on a world that does not like um, to hear people talk straight. Yeah, uh, you talking about the political correctness? The, the political correctness. It's been going on forever. Like this yeah. is like since '39 and before. It's always been. Um, so people don't want to hear exactly what it is, and uh, for some reason, maybe it's hive mentality. Like I don't know, they get together and. And all of a sudden, one gets offended because it's a sensible person, and then everybody's like, "Oh, he's right." You know, this is insulting. Uh, the reality is that 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 all this stuff is born from the lack of communication. All of it. People don't want to communicate. They don't want to talk. They don't want to. They don't want to say what it actually is. I mean, we're talking about we're talking about Ukraine. The Russians said at the fall of the wall. And the, this, the, when when NATO freaking won the Cold War, mm-hmm. don't move one inch to the east. 
Right. We have since thrown those words out the window and continuously pushed our presence in, from NATO closer and closer to Russia ever since. He's, he has said, don't cross this line. Please, don't cross this line. I don't want you guys nowhere near it. Cross the line. All right. Well, here we go. Now, you got... You got a population. You got a population in in Ukraine that considers themselves Russian right. in the Donbass region. Right. They were part of that that coup. That you know they were part of the resistance that that uh, that was of the old government. You know the new mm -hmm. government that's there now. They resisted. Right. Uh, the new government sent the Anzov Battalion to go ahead and dole out justice and bring them back to, you know, bring that that fractured part of Ukraine back into the fold. It ended up being a fucking massacre. Nobody talked about that. Them cats went over there and started freaking not only shelling, but started raping and killing. And it, it, the first months of that offensive, long before Russia did their massing of the borders, happened during the coup of Ukraine. That battalion, that brigade, ended up doing some pretty some pretty heinous shit. The Russians had, had enough, and they decided to re-annex that, that part. For whatever reason. That's one of many, many, many reasons. There's, there's quite a few details that are being skipped over, too. Like Putin not even telling his military what's going on. Well, yeah. I mean, but, I mean, Putin's a dictator. So, true. there's that. Well, the other so. part, there's another part, too. Like, um, uh, not moving NATO an inch east, uh, according to the Russians. Mm -hmm. Putin didn't say that. Um, it was the... No, um, I mean, Putin didn't say that. I said the, the Russian right, right, government. Right, right, the Russian government. Russian government. Right. Yeah, the Russian um, government. But here's the thing. NATO is a very lucrative and very appealing mm -hmm. um, unity to be a part of. Mm -hmm. it, it's a great organization. It has superior technology to anything in the East. And it has a lot of defense transfers mm -hmm. so i mean the united states trains everybody in nato so does the english so mm -hmm. do the french so do mm -hmm. the germans we all go to each other's training schools mm -hmm. um like I, I think i was telling you once uh, you go to master gunnery school uh, for tanks mm -hmm. uh in the united states it was like one of the pinnacle things you could do as a uh, as an armor soldier in the u.s mm -hmm. army is go to master gunnery school master gunnery school is full of foreigners yeah it's in the United States. Master Gunnery School is in the United States. It's a U.S. school, but it's like one of the premier armor schools for everybody. Uh -huh. There are Germans there. There are French there. There are Spanish there. There are English there. All sorts. Yeah. So I mean, we all we all train with each other's militaries. Uh, we use each other as op for. Um, it's a, it's a very very beneficial organization to be a part of. So I mean, to deny a uh, an Eastern Bloc country or a former Soviet satellite country access to NATO just because the Russians don't want it. Is that reason enough? I mean, it depends. You're right, it depends. It depends on what they're willing to do. <laughs> I mean, the Russians, I mean, we've known for a long time um, of the Russians being a paper tiger. Of so, course. I mean, they, they, they bark a lot, they, they try to boast you a lot, do the macho thing, mm -hmm. but I mean, the Russians really don't have the, the training or the equipment to stand alone in an all-out fight they don't i mean they can't they can't finish off ukraine so right so there's uh, that i mean just just the the war in ukraine alone proves that the russians the only the only weapon that they have that's any kind of value are nuclear weapons yep their aircraft are being shot down quite regularly their tanks are being obliterated 
and now that they're shit, they're being impounded by their right. They're being impounded by farmers. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) County cops over there are just grabbing them things. Their soldiers are not willing to fight Mm -hmm. in a lot of cases. Um, They're running from the battle. They're surrendering. Um, They're uh, we've seen all this on the news. Now we might be getting a skewed view of what's actually going on because just the nature of information during war mm-hmm. uh, a lot of a lot of its propaganda a lot of it's really really skewed to the audience mm-hmm. so I mean Russia it, I can't see it as a valid reason to tell an Eastern Bloc country you can't be in NATO because Russia doesn't want us near their borders when we have a lot to gain by adding new members to the NATO's uh, to the NATO organization and they have a lot to gain by being at it. Mm-hmm. So, um, what they what they fear is NATO eventually pushing the Russian government off of its current pedestal mm-hmm. and implant, implementing a more NATO friendly governmental structure. Which they should be afraid which of. Is, NATO's objective. Well, that's exactly the what they're afraid of. Which is why they're telling countries don't join NATO. Right. We don't want you to push to the east because we don't want anybody else to influence. Yeah, but Russia has nothing well, to incentivize that statement with other than war. War. Yeah. And it is where we're at. Yeah. So the thing is that if you know that, what so what uh, what benefits does the alliance of NATO gain from adding Ukraine? Currently, no benefits. They didn't, they didn't have any benefits before. So one of the most, if not the most corrupt nation, at least the second most corrupt nation. And, uh, Out of the former administration, yeah. Uh, this administration was too new to make any determination. Right. This this administration, is it, 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 the jury's still out on them, right, right. on Zelensky and all them, yeah. all them jokers. But yeah. the previous one, I mean. Yeah, yeah one of the most yeah, corrupt nations the mo- on the planet. The most, Certain, I think the I think second so, most I think corrupt I think the second Europe. one. Number one being what, Moldova? I'd say so. Right. Yeah. So, Moldova is a mafia state, basically. Of, From what I understand, you know, so it's run by criminal um, organizations. So it's a it, uh, so it's a very small country. Though. Very small. It's the poorest country in Europe. Right. So, um, so there is no real upside other than to spread influence further east, and that threatens access to the Black Sea. Would be access the, to the Black Sea, maybe the fucking. Uh, it'd, it'd be the, the biggest the, assets. The, the natural gas in in, uh, in Crimea and whatnot, and mm-hmm. uh, I mean, there's. Are they fully exploiting that, though? I mean, I, mean, I don't even know if they're exploiting it. I mean, it beats me, but uh, it's uh, th- there's not a whole lot of whole lot of pluses other than geographical influence. Um, right. It's um, but to the Russian Russian governmental structure, it's a huge no-no. Right. So it's a huge no-no because, like you said. Um, in the ver- some of the very first episodes, what is the purpose of government? Yeah. Yeah. To exist. And they to don't exist. want to yeah. not exist. Yeah. And what can stop them from existing? Well, uh, Western influence into their population mm-hmm. and then a backed insurgency within their borders yep. that they would inevitably have to vacate their seats of power or kill all their people. Or which a good, wouldn't, good chunk of them. Or, yeah. yeah, which wouldn't wouldn't work out so they would have to sue for peace for their own survival and in the end it would end up without the goat without the rope as they say in puerto rico so uh so yeah that that's their that's why they're telling people don't do it now what do we have to gain from 
adding more nations to NATO to, you know, nothing other than to do exactly what they don't want us to do. You know, um, NATO's, NATO's got, NATO's, NATO's got some, some initiatives there that aren't too friendly either. They also got like the, uh, the falling and emerging powers. So Russia would be a falling power. China is an emerging power. Right. So but if NATO also, doesn't have an enemy to fight in Russia, they can find an enemy in China. So NATO, NATO is pushing the globalist agenda. Mm-hmm. They always have. Um, they're pushing the globalist yeah, agenda. They're, they're hand pushing, in hand with the UN. They're hand in hand with the UN. They're pushing pushing these agendas to go ahead and and unify the world under one government, the new world order, all that nonsense that people keep thinking is tenfold hat stuff. Oh yeah, that is actually it's on happening. the UN website. It is yeah. on the UN website. This is exactly <laughs> what they want to do, and the Russians are fighting against it. I think that's I'm hilarious. Not, <laughs> I'm not advocating for for uh, for Vladimir Putin at all. It's uh, I think Vladimir no. Putin's a despot. He's a He's a he's a criminal and he, uh, he certainly he's a know, tyrant he's in a his tyrant. own right. He's a tyrant in his own right. He's a sure. smart guy. However, but yeah, he's a tyrant. However, you gotta just like I like listening. I like listening to leftist uh, podcasts too, just to kind of listen to the within all the nonsense. There are things that that make you think. So I think that if you pigeon your pigeonhole yourself into one way of uh, of research. Excuse me. One research, one vein of research, you'll you kind of you will forever confirm your biases and never really expand your knowledge. So I, right. I, I like keep so yourself I, in an echo chamber. Yeah, you yeah you put you create your own echo chamber. Mm-hmm. So I like to think outside the box. If I want to think outside the box, I gotta listen to what the liberals are saying. Yeah, I gotta listen to what the other guys are saying. Right. I listen to Young Turks, freaking Chank Chank Uger yeah. or uh, whatever. He's he has some pretty shitty ideas. Yeah, I mean he has said some pretty disgusting stuff and some pretty retarded things. I mean, uh, but the he has also said a lot of interesting things that made me look into the validity of what he said yeah just just for in the, in just the act that uh, that what he says creates curiosity it's enough for me to keep him on my cue you know when it comes right. to looking at podcasts and looking at at other other influencers mm-hmm. you know um, because it made, made me think okay? or something I've never heard before or something so wild that you just go like what right nah and then you start looking and we're like ah there's some truth to that and there's some so uh, NATO, NATO's got their, they got their demons in the, you know, they have skeletons in their mm-hmm. closet, and, uh, and and we'll talk about a little bit about that uh, here in uh, in the future here, the uh, as the podcast keeps rolling, but um, you know, Speaker Johnson's in for, he's in for a ride. Right. We got the tail end of this administration, which uh, yeah. going into the elections, we yeah. got they got majority right now for for, but he's got to unify this house, and he's got to. And the, the bills that are coming could. And that's the thing. There's not much known about him. So I mean, which way he's going to lean I mean, towards what? Well, there's quite a bit. There's quite a bit that, that we just yeah. just because we don't know specifically. That's true. That's true. As, uh, as yeah. individuals, uh, he's a. Uh, there's no. There's no way they're going to put some unknown dude as a speaker of the house. Well, that's he's not what been, I meant though. But I mean, he hasn't know, been in Congress that long. Like he's he been has, since 2017. He, so I mean, he hasn't been. been but but he has to have an extraordinary. Uh, personality uh, to right. be the speaker of the house because he's got to whip everybody mm-hmm. into into a unified body so they That's can what do the whips are for too. I mean yeah well the whip they each party's got theirs mm-hmm. but uh, he's definitely gonna he's he's got to put everybody in the same sheet of music when it comes to at least voting for things right. so um, 
the new uh, legislatures that are the new legislature, the new uh, voting that's going to come out. They're going to be voting for this package for the war, and right. uh, like like James said, you know, he is billions and billions of dollars. Right. We're we're thirty thirty three point seventy five trillion dollars in debt. You or want something. to look it up? I, I mean, you can look it up for specifics. Know, it updates to, like live. It like the <laughs> yeah I mean, to the tune of like twelve million a day, if I'm not mistaken. Um, it's. Um, I don't look at it. It's depressing. It's um, thirty-three trillion. It's significant. Significant. Thirty-three trillion. Yeah, it's significant. So our deficit is uh, is climbing by the day, mm-hmm. and uh, we keep selling billions and billions of dollars. Yep. To, to foreign uh, governments to fund wars. To foreign governments to fund wars that are dead end. Um, That's the thing. Wars wars are very very profitable to private companies who manufacture war machines. Right, but that's what that's our biggest export. They right? are not profitable to governments. <laughs> no. That's why like Britain Britain almost went out of existence because of World War One and World War Two. They went broke during World War One and then they had another war. Mm. <laughs> World War Two. What saved right, them? Right, right. The United States. The United States say you can argue it all you want, I guarantee you I'll bring up a lot more proof. The United States single-handedly saved Britain from extinction, not only from aiding them later on in the war against Germany and Italy, but they aided them with food for their people, with money for the government, with equipment, with people, with everything Britain needed to stay alive. That's what saved Britain, mm-hmm. was American financial and industrial support. And it was a lot. Like I think Britain just... I think they just cleared their debt with the United States like a couple of years ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was the thing on the news. Like they just cleared it. So, I mean, wars are ridiculously expensive for governments. They are extremely profitable for private companies that make war machines or anything logistically necessary for a war. Uh, medical, uh, medical equipment. All of it, everything from masks to IVs to surgical equipment to surgical beds and sheets, all that stuff, it all makes money. They're going to buy all they can find. It's like when COVID happened, all the masks went up in price and you couldn't find a mask anywhere because all of them were bought out. A lot of them were bought by government entities. Yeah, it's a a brutal thing that that we got going on in the... The money's going to be allocated towards uh, so many different. What the Republicans are arguing, they want single. Um, they want one 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 subject per bill. Uh, right. Yeah. yeah. That's what they um, want to make a new house rule. Once no no more omnibus bills. No more omnibus disasters. They want yeah. uh, just one subject per bill that yeah. they can all sink their teeth in. Right. Because uh, what's what's happening is that they, you know, you guys have all heard it before. The the bills get all get rolled into. Mm-hmm. Uh, like like it's surprising to hear when uh, you get a bill that was uh, say just for argument's sake the um, the the Inflation Act, the one that, right. that was supposed to stop the inflation, which it didn't. It just made it worse. Yeah. Um, but you hear a, a project that was funded from the inflation act got nothing to do with inflation. You know, it's just mm-hmm. so uh, people keep piggybacking on these uh, on these bills, and 
you may not agree with that particular part of the bill, and but the, the meat and potatoes of the bill is called something else, and if you vote against it, it's part of your record too. Right. So uh, they'll roll in hot-button topics uh, to make it bi- bipartisan. Mm-hmm. So, so they'll make a bill that will completely destroy America, but at the same time, the other half of the bill deals with uh, veteran benefits. And uh, right. uh, what... You know, if you're a representative from the state of Texas, you're not going to vote against your veterans. It's it's just not yeah. that's not how it's going to work. Yeah. So those those bills are designed to mislead know, everybody. They're, they're designed, designed to mislead the people and the people voting for them. Yeah, so they're trying so. to put a stop to this, uh, at least on this one. I mean, I don't. I think it needs to be a permanent thing. But um, yeah, I think it should be a rule. I think it, it should, should be a congressional rule, rule in, how, in the House and the Senate. Yeah, but so. uh, we'll see because they come back into session on Wednesday and. Uh, and they'll figure out how screwed we are. Um, and uh, well, single issue bills. That's yeah, what single fighting. issue bills. Yeah, so they're gonna allocate. Excuse me. They're gonna allocate some money for uh, Israel, which uh, that's the thing. I looked at their GDP, or not the GDP, but their uh, defense spending. Mm-hmm. Defense spending for Israel in 2022 was like 23.5 billion dollars. So with a 106 billion dollar uh, spending bill, and they're going to cut that up between Ukraine and Israel. Mm-hmm. You can only imagine they're going to try to do it like half and half. So fifty billion to Ukraine and fifty billion to Israel. Israel spent twenty three billion on defense in twenty twenty two. So we're going to def- we're going to send them twice their defense budget in mm-hmm. one go. What sense does that make? It doesn't make sense to, for us to be sending them any money. We can send all the support. We've already sent them two aircraft carriers. Not to mention, more than likely, special forces on the ground. Right. And other things, intelligence and surveillance and satellite relocations and all this other shit. Mm-hmm. So we're supporting Israel about as much as any military can support Israel, but now we're sending them cold hard cash. For what purpose? I don't understand, man. That's kind of like a question for the Ways and Means Commission or something. You know, it's a, yeah. and uh, it, it, that's going to get asked. And I don't think there's anybody behind the wheel in that agency. I mean, it's just kind of um, just probably another Biden appointee you Who know runs the ways you know it's it's uh so it, it you know money just goes and it's uh the accountability of it but it's uh I mean the misaccountability of money has been something that's been going on since forever I mean how many trillions or how many billions did we lose before 9-11 magically you know it's, what was that number it was like seven Seven billion or something. Seven I, don't know. I remember Rumsfeld was a, saying. Yeah. I just don't remember what the figure like, was. Like uh, they lost all that money, and then the next day the towers went down. And yeah. It's, uh, and it just so happens that yeah, uh, we we can't locate this much money. And yeah. Then, yeah. Uh, the yeah. next day. The next day the towers went down, and it was like magically almost the same amount yeah. as the insurance for the towers. This is just weird. I don't want to get into the weeds on the conspiracy of nine eleven. It's just kind of whatever that happens in the past. Moving on, you mm-hmm. know, but. Uh, I don't want to get suicided. It's, uh, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I mean, ma- uh, bad accountability of our money is just. Yeah. I mean, it's something that's been forever going. I mean, we haven't done a, uh, we haven't done a dag on uh, 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 an audit. Of our, oh. co- of our coffers since 72? No, yeah, you can't audit the yeah. Federal Reserve. Yeah, you, you can't do it. Yeah. Why so, can't you do it? You, you can't. You can't. Just can't. <laughs> so, why not? Because no. <laughs> I I tried to listen. There was a woman. Uh, I think um, that's your uh, first problem. Whatever. Uh, I think Patrick, but David uh, was interviewing a woman and asking her because she was a financier. You know, she was uh-huh. she used to work Federal Reserve, 
and now she does something else, whatever. He was doing an interview with her, and I was trying to listen to her explain, because he asked her directly who owns the Federal Reserve, mm-hmm. and then she tried to explain that. I have no idea. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> yeah, I mean... It, I mean, I, I encourage you to try to listen to it yourself and tell me who owns the Federal Reserve. Private banks is about the best I can get you. Israel. Maybe. The, 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 I mean, the Orthodox Jews from the Rothschilds, they're, yeah, that's who owns it. I'm pretty sure. That's why we're coming out of pocket know, heavily in spite of the precipice of World War Three. Yeah, that's coming. Uh, uh, and... Well, there goes a whole conspiracy thing too. Like, uh, if we spark off World War Three, there are, there there are contingencies where the U.S. government can suspend an election because of a, a serious emergency, and that would be one of the, one of the things needed. It, it can happen. Mm-hmm. Suspend the election and keep Biden in office for an indefinite amount of time, or until the crisis is over. Yeah, they got problems. They got problems because. They're not. They, they, the Democrats don't want Biden anymore. They yeah, sure as heck. They sure as heck don't want Kamala uh, Harris in there for anything. Yeah. Um, Heartbeat away from being president of the United she, States is the and, biggest moron I've ever seen as a vice president. Uh, and and then for sure they're not going to. Oh, let, they had a female vice president. You couldn't pick one better than that. That this if something like that would happen, they they would definitely uh, they'll retire Joe. Kamala would not get, would not. They, they would have to ask her to move on, and uh, the Speaker of the House is Republican. They're not going to go for that, so they would have to do a special something to uh, get somebody else in there. I don't, I, man, it's a disaster. I don't think uh, extending the term due to time of war would be uh, prudent for them. No, it just doesn't work in their favor either. They actually got more to win by just going straight to the election. Yeah, <laughs> I'd say so. <laughs> they got better chances. Uh, it's uh, and it, on on that note, <laughs> there <coughs> there actually is somebody challenging it. Oh yeah, this guy named Dean Phillips. Mm. I don't know a damn thing about him other than he's a Democrat. Uh, he's from Minnesota. Good. He's a representative. Good. From Minnesota, he is a Democrat. He just announced his candidacy for President of the United States. He is running for the Democrat nomination. Uh, he even says it's a last-minute thing, uh, but he believes it is absolutely necessary because of what everybody is seeing in Biden. He is extremely old. His mind is going, if not mm-hmm. gone. It's he gone. can barely talk. Yeah. I mean, he is an inept an inept guy. This guy, I think this guy is 53 years old. Biden's like, what, 81? Right. 81, 82 now? Robert F. Kennedy declared uh, independent, so he's out of out of the Democrat. Yeah, he's out of the Democrat thing. And uh, so. Gavin Newsom is still dealing with uh, Xi Jinping in China, so um, he's lining up his ducks. Why is the governor of California talking to the president of China? That's, that's a common thing. The governor of Texas talks to the president of China as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, most governors have... At a, China? Have in, not in China. No, that's where he's at. No, they usually talk at the embassy. <laughs> that's in shaking hands and stuff on TV. I don't know what the hell he's doing in Beijing? But no, usually that's that's not typical as far as I that's know. That's what I mean. Yeah, I, I meant what I was going to say is like most state governments have international um, 
uh, like international liaisons. They mm-hmm. have a Department of State, uh, yeah. the Texas Department of State. Uh, I remember I met the guy that ran it uh, back in 2015. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a he was a tool, mm-hmm. but I don't even remember what his name was. He he was the first person I ever heard talk about like he ran for office as a Democrat and lost, and the next time it came up, he ran as a Republican and won. And the only reason he switched was to win the race. It's like, you be you, unscrupulous little fuck. Okay. <laughs> yeah, well, well played, sir. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, most, most, most state governments have an international office. Well, so. That does, but him being in Beijing does surprise me. They, they usually, I, I don't hear about that too often, that he, he flew to Beijing to shake hands with Xi Jinping. Ah, look at so The governor of California with the president, with the with chairman of China. Yeah, look it up. He's got his freaking, his entire state's on fire. Half is on fire and the rest is covered by freaking poop. And... Well, the big and, cities uh, anyway. Yeah. yeah. Your rural areas are burning to the ground and your, your major cities are overrun with yeah. filth. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, but 21 hours ago, I was in China. Mm-hmm. So he's been there for like three days. Yeah, of course. California Governor Gavin Newsom meets with Chinese President. Yeah, he's campaigning. He's campaigning. Yeah, he is. <laughs> yes, if you don't think for one second that the Chinese are funneling money into some super PAC that he's got, or some freaking association that he's I got, have no you're. Doubt. I have no doubt. Uh, he's, you it happens all the time. Happens all the time. They they all do it to an extent. So. So I love it when I hear like a. There was, I think, a DOS representative, a Department mm. of State representative, was saying, like, oh, we don't interfere with other countries' elections. Wrong. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> we do all the time. Other other countries interfere with our elections all the time. What are you talking about? Yeah, that. Blatantly lie. Yeah, I was like, we don't interfere with other people's elections. I was like, get the we fuck do. out of Shut the door. Yeah. It's like... <laughs> Of course we do. <laughs> do. Do that. Damn near is our, big, is our best export. We have like entire departments that are dedicated to that. We have military units <laughs> dedicated to yeah. freeing the oppressed. Yeah. <laughs> the oppressed of liberty. And yeah. the oppressed is who we say is oppressed. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So we sent 13 of our sneakiest boys down yeah. there freaking. And go, they are good at what they do. They're really good at they're what they really do. They're really good at it. You know, so. So, yeah, it's, uh, I'll tell you, man. Man. <laughs> yeah, don't get me going. But, yeah, look up Dean Phillips. He's running for Democrat nomination. Uh, Democrats are pissed at him. <laughs> that was the, you know, I tried to mention earlier, Not this, this headline is from ABC News. Yeah. Non-white Democrats upset as Dean Phillips expected to launch challenge to Biden in New Hampshire. Good. Of course. Good. That takes balls, man. It does, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know much about the guy's platform. Um I try not to be one side or the other politically, but right. I don't know anything about this guy's platform. Uh right now the way things are, I can't see myself voting for a Democrat for uh for pretty much any reason. Uh, but yeah, it, it, it's good. It's good that he's he's actually stepping up and putting his putting his name in the hat to yeah. try to get the uh the Democrat nomination. He's not likely to get it and he knows that. Uh he's he's even saying like this is a last minute thing. You know, I know, but the way Biden is—that's about that's that's what that's 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 what I was saying about uh, the difference between uh, not liking something and being intolerant. Right. <laughs> you know, he he figured he there's just he better he wants to put his money where his mouth is, 
even facing defeat. He right, knows he's right. facing defeat. Yeah. Uh, he knows he's probably not going to get the nomination. Yeah. But he's making a point. Yeah. He's staring the pot. He's staring the pot, and that's that's good on him, man. I may not uh, ever. All the, the gaps that uh, that Biden has been, <laughs> I mean, on on the face, the, the guy is clearly mentally deficient. I mean. You can't make an argument that this guy is fully fully there with everything that he said in front of a mic. And the more recent one with this photo being released, uh, the White House, now I don't blame Biden for this specifically, mm-hmm. but I mean, it's his presidency. He's ultimately responsible for everything that goes on. The White House uh, posted a photo of U.S. Special Operations uh, personnel unfiltered on their faces. These, uh, that's one of those, that's like releasing names of CIA agents that are embedded it's happened. It's happened before, yeah. But these kind of guys, especially uh, what they're saying, that these guys are, are Delta. Mm-hmm. Like they're not. They're not normal U.S. Army special force. They're not like Fifth Group or something like that. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, these guys are CAG. Yeah. And they they release an unfiltered image of these guys' faces. They're in full kit. They're in D.C. They're shaking hands with the president backstage after the president was done talking somewhere. And the White House, uh, whoever runs their media or press secretary or whatever, I I doubt the press secretary had anything to do with it, but. Whoever runs their media mm-hmm. posted this picture on the White House uh, like Twitter page, unfiltered. Now they removed it and then put it back up with filters on. But, I mean, damage is done. Once it's on the Internet once, I mean, somebody's constantly recording everything that you're putting on that Twitter page. So, and just these, just these kind of gaps, these silly little mistakes that, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just uh, tone, it's just to tone deaf, running. man. It's just tone deaf. It's just like uh, we're talking about about uh, about Gaza and all this other stuff, and a lot of people are talking about how uh, how heavy-handed the Israelis are being with the Palestinians, and uh, they're saying that yeah, you know, it's a you know, it's a genocide and all these protests. I mean, hundreds of thousands of Americans and people all over the United all, do, the do, all over the world demonstrating against uh, the, the 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 perceived genocide from uh from palestine from palestine and in the in the gaza area reality is that we really we really don't have any figures of any of this stuff other than what hamas has given us all of the propaganda for the most part is coming from the hamas side Mm -hmm. uh the israelis aren't really they're not really punching out a whole lot of news on that and if they are it's being it's being throttled by uh by the media outlets uh they don't just like the other day, uh, they, the Hamas released two 85-year-old grandmas mm-hmm. that they had uh, in custody. They released them to uh, Red Crescent, and uh, apparently they were treated ex- exceedingly well, and they were in good health and good spirits, and they've been medicated and all this other stuff. And people are praising Hamas for the treatment of these ladies. I was like, why the fuck were they in custody to begin with? Right. These are two grandmas that are sitting there watching novellas. watching their stories sitting in their houses and now these freaking crazy terrorists freaking took them hostage and now the praise is that they were released unharmed and all this stuff they shouldn't have been taken to begin with right Hamas is not a state actor I said they they, they shouldn't have been taken to begin with these two ladies were chilling and now they're hostages why were they they, you're missing the point right yeah they were released that's fine a lot of people weren't though and that the 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 problem is that we're we're, there's um, there's a misunderstanding of what it takes tactically to get rid of a uh, of a subversive element like that, 
uh, embedded in the regular in the in the populace, which right. is why Israel sent all these freaking uh, leaflets informing people they need to get the heck out of there. There's a reason for that because once the infantry goes in, it's going to be very hard to tell the bad guys from the good guys. That's right. It's going to be very difficult to tell the bad guys from the good guys. Um, as a person that's fought an insurgency war, I, I was part of it when I was in the military. I've dealt with it so as a subcontractor. Yeah. You dealt with it. I dealt with it on the ground pound set level, like yeah. uh, having to separate the wheat from the chaff with my hands, like actually wade through crowds of people and deal with insurgents and crowds of people and dealing with crazy markets and stuff like that. I, it's it creates a, it creates an issue. That's why those leaflets that, that you're talking about all these civilians dying. There's a reason for that. It's a free fire zone now. Mm-hmm. They they have made that place a free fire zone. We did um, the same thing in uh, Fallujah in 04. Uh, absolutely. Dropped absolutely. leaflets over Fallujah for like two weeks before we hit the city. Absolutely. And now, I think the, the leaflets. I think I had one at one point. It's a uh, it's it's a uh, it's hard. It's hard to split the good guys and the bad guys there, and uh, a lot of the a lot of the killing is also being done by Hamas. Hamas is martyring their own people. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it takes it's gonna take a leader to stand in front of the world and just say exactly what needs to be said. One of them is enough, enough of the fighting from everybody. Another thing is that uh, these people can't behave and they can't play well with others. And I'm going to tell you that the, the Hamas, the Palestinian Hamas charter is all the proof that one needs. The declaration of their charter that basically lines up exactly with their, with their ideals and makes enemies out of everyone that doesn't freaking live there. And doesn't follow those that their ideology is a problem at the world scale. At a world scale, you can't sit there and tell me that if we're neighbors and my my declaration for living here says that I have to kill you. How the hell are we gonna live together? Right. How is that even possible? You threaten my life. Like your objective is to get rid of me. At all costs. How are we going to coexist? There is no two-state solution in Israel. There ain't never going to be one. No, there they can't don't, be. They, for one, yeah. to the victor goes the spoils. See, that, there's, a, there's a there's a there's a there's a a clear thing here that happens in warfare that has always happened. The more powerful nation, the more powerful military wins. It right. may be super unfortunate for those caught underfoot. Right. But that's the way of warfare. It's the yeah. way it's always been since the beginning of time. An army marches. They take hostages. They take freaking prisoners of war. They take. They, they enslave the population. It's happened. Mm-hmm. We may not have that now, but what you're going to have is a lot of dead bodies and no Palestinians. That's what's going to happen. And everybody's going to have to freaking find a way to reconcile with that because that's how war is done yeah. in, in its most primal. Now, you're, there's... There's a lot of pundits out there that are that are pointing out the the laws of armed conflict and the LOAC, you know, and all this other stuff. And yeah, according to the LOAC, yeah, this is uh, this is this is fucked. This is fucked because there's a lot of lot of casualties of civilians, mm-hmm. alleged 
the ones that are indisputable. See, that, that's the thing that, that goes yeah. by. Like you can't distinguish the bad guys from the good. The guys. only ones that I can distinguish are the little kids. The right. little kids. Uh, but the little kids. They, 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 here's the thing: with any coming from the law enforcement side, from a law enforcement perspective, um, I find a dead body. Um, I gotta find out who did it, and try to find a mechanism of injury. Try to find out what led to this person's death. Right. Uh, we, we've seen this in, in smaller scales in the United States when everybody with the hands up, don't shoot movement. Mm-hmm. Everybody's saying that Michael Brown was saying don't shoot and all this other stuff, and that cop shot him anyways. That did not happen. Right. And there was a bunch of people saying that song and dance about Michael Brown was They're a good boy. It. Still saying it. They believe it. In spite of empirical evidence to right. the contrary, just like our friend Yuri over there said in the beginning of the uh, top mm-hmm. of the hour, um, they, they don't see it. They will not see reason. So... There is not a definitive investigation being done on any of this, and there's not going to be until it's over. You can't cast judgment on either side other than one side for sure 100% started it. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's uh, it's it, We got to figure out where to put these Palestinians that ain't going to bother nobody. Yeah. It's, uh, I don't know, because unless they change their charter. Yeah. And that's the thing about a two-state solution. Um, that's an ideal, like that's an idealistic yeah. um, result from foreigners, people who don't live anywhere near Israel. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's make a two-state solution. Uh, the Palestinians won't have that. No, there was never. They, they don't have rights to to any land there no. to begin with. It wasn't theirs to begin with. Wasn't it the the was it was it the. Um, <laughs> Depends on how far back in history you want to go. So maybe Turkey can take the remnants of their Ottoman Empire back with them. Hmm. Ah, uh, you know, because okay. right. I'm just saying because that's what Palestinians are. So, so. It all depends on how far back in history you want to go. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, there shouldn't be. There's a mosque in Temple Mound. I mean, yeah. Why? Mm-hmm. Former site of the pal- of the uh, the Palace of David. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Don't make any sense to me. However, here we are. And you got people holding signs that say it's queers for Palestine. Mm-hmm. Holy dog shit. Are you kidding me? People gotta realize that the the what they should be advocating is for the recognition that those guys aren't like the Arabs that are here next to me and next to you know what I mean? Yeah. Like those dudes are bonkers. These other guys. They, let's yeah. make sure we don't we 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 keep our neighbors that are with us that have integrated themselves to society and yeah. done something of themselves. Let's keep these people safe because they they're worth something. Well, these even, other cats that are out there freaking causing chaos and mayhem even over there it's such a minority there are still protests there are still muslims in israel that even during this attack were protecting israelis there was a story i was listening to this lady was talking at the un um and she was telling a story about this man uh, who's a muslim man he was a groundskeeper at that uh that music festival Mm -hmm. thing and he had a a building that he worked out of and a lot of these Israeli kids and kids from everywhere else, all these Jewish kids, 
uh, came into that building to seek shelter because they're being attacked by people with guns. And this guy, uh, this Muslim man, hurried as many people as he could into the building. And then when the uh, Hamas terrorists came by, he went outside to talk to them mm-hmm. and told them, like, Look, everybody in there is my family. We're Muslims. Mm-hmm. You don't need to be here. Just keep going. Everybody inside is my right. family, and we're Muslims. Well, they beat the shit out of them, and they went inside everywhere and grabbed a lot of those kids, or mm-hmm. I think either all of them or shot some of them. I don't know. Right. Uh, but end of the day, they beat the shit out of that guy for lying to him. They didn't kill him, but they beat the shit out of him. Still a great guy, great bravery, and a great heart to try to save as many of these kids as he could <laughs> by going out there and telling them, like, look, we're all Muslims. You just, just go on down the road. We're all Muslims in here trying to save these kids. And Shit don't make no sense, man. Yeah. Shit don't make no sense. It's, uh, and then, so a lot of people are saying, well, you send, so they, they, the thing is that people that don't know about warfare mm-hmm. uh, are making, are making videos and put, publishing comments on the best way to eradicate Hamas in a tactical sense. When they have zero experience on how this cookie crumbles, man. On insurgency warfare. Of warfare course, of course. Patrick Bed David has some broad over there uh, talking freaking ten kinds of nonsense, and, uh, and and she freaking raised hell, and they, they were all they, they, that, that stuff got heated in that that podcast, and uh, she was talking about you send you send spec ops, you send spec ops, and blah blah blah, like okay, look, there's a limit to what special operations can do, right? Um, all in all, special operations operators are still human. Yeah, they they have the same. They don't they don't have cybernetic augmentations. This ain't a fucking video game. They have the same eyeball that you got. Same eyeball I got. It, it they they're they're far better trained than the latter, but you know than the average Joe. However, and they got assets to back them up. They still got to. They still got this to to tell that they try to find right. the difference between good guys and the bad guys. If they're all intermingled, right. it's a problem. And if you got bad guys shielding themselves with good people, you you know you're not gonna sit there and take and take fire from those people because what they want you to do is leave. Yeah, what they want you to do is leave so they can hit you neck so they can attack again later. Which is what's always happened in Gaza and in the West Bank. They get to a certain point. The international community goes up in arms. They say, stop, 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 stop. They put a full stop on that war. They And they build more checkpoints. And then they back off only to have some dude touch off an IED vest on a freaking public bus. Right. It's, uh, it's, it's all just basically pro- prolonging the inevitable. They're going to continue to attack you. Why? Because it's in their charter. It's... In their operational procedure, this is what their purpose is. Yeah. Their purpose is not to be economically viable, to be a, a, a progressive yeah. economically and, <laughs> and put out a, a, a national gross product that, right. that the world can enjoy. It's not like they, they got massive farms of freaking dates and they, or, or coffee or anything. They're not exporting anything. They're terror. That's it. That's it. The eradication of the Jews is the only purpose they have. In that area, it's a, it's insane. Yeah. Until that stops, that ain't never gonna stop. And the Israelis ha- have seized an opportunity to eradicate them. 
and just be rid of them. So I know a lot of the things that I've said are highly unpopular with the public perception. Yeah, of course. Um, thing is that we've all run into somebody that we can't stand. Today? I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> we've all run into that one person that we can't stand. We've all, we all have that, that one person that we just cannot stand. We cannot be around them. We can't. We, it's, it's happened. Yeah. And uh, in this situation, you got people that can't stand each other that are, that are sandwiched into this plot right. of land. And uh, the bigger, the bigger one's gonna win. The yeah. world's got to realize that this is happening. Yeah. Now, how do we move past this? Because it's happening. It's gonna happen. Uh, They're gonna push these people into the ocean. Yeah. It's uh I don't know why people don't understand that. It's like Israel is a a powerhouse that shouldn't be. Right. It should not be as powerful as it is. It is fucking powerful. Their military is top tier. Yeah. They have a top-tier military force and a top-tier intelligence service. Unless you get them in the forest, and they're screwed. <laughs> well, that's the thing. They, they, they mold their entire military to serve just them. They don't mm-hmm. export their soldiers. They can't. <laughs> because they are trained specifically <laughs> yeah. to fight where they are. Yeah, exactly. They can't. They'd be useless. And they're very, very good at it. They'd be useless in North Carolina. We chew them up. Probably. <laughs> we chew them fuckers up in Pineland. <laughs> Pineland will eat them dudes raw. But... I mean, it's a thing. Is that that uh, that the reality is that we're we are now experiencing uh, through the advancements in technology, uh, warfare at your doorstep, yeah, live on TV, live on TV. However, you know, another thing you're not experiencing. There's been a massacre and a genocide happening in Burma, formerly known as Burma and Myanmar, since 2021. Burmese military threw a coup down there, a military coup in 2021, and they ain't never looked back. And a democratically elected government in that country got taken over, and they've been killing people and slaughtering each other for years. For years. Human rights has published reports. They have published so much stuff. And, I mean, there are over 20,000 political prisoners in Myanmar right now. Ain't no, ain't not one demonstrator in the United States saying a damn thing about saying a damn yeah. thing about these people. Not one, not one demonstrator. Ain't not one queer, not one transvestite or whatever the hell they want to call themselves. With not one furry out there with a freaking butt plug with a tail, freaking <laughs> saying shit about the freaking the the genocide in Myanmar. Right. That military coup that's been killing people f- by the bushel. They've been slaughtering folks. This created a humanitarian problem where people have poured into other countries, and all these other countries are freaking drowning with freaking refugees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The people are running for the hills over there, and they've been getting killed with all kinds of crazy stuff. I'm talking about, like, getting fuel dropped on them, getting burned alive, getting macheted to death. It's been freaking bonkers. Yeah. For years. You know, um, nobody's talking about that. So... You know, pick the pick your causes wisely. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like before you before you lean on one cause and oh the genocide of this, the genocide of that. Yeah, go look look around the world. Take a look. See that this ain't that Israel ain't the only place that's suffering. Right. So um, 
you know, you take one trip down in Africa, and I'm sure you'll have, you'll come up with <laughs> some stories. But I could talk about the refugee thing in Israel too, which is pretty sad. I think maybe next time. Well, I mean, they got problems with the borders down there. I mean, it's a. Uh, There's a reason why you're not seeing a mass exodus of Palestinians into other countries. Well, yeah, the borders are closed. Nobody will take them. Nobody will take them. Well, they can't afford it. So they're making the decisions that that our government won't yeah. won't make. So they see they, they so the Egyptians mm-hmm. close their border. Close the border. They had to because they were looking at get, at absorbing close to two. The, what was that? Two hundred thousand refugees Something at least like into their economy. The was they could, it was that. way higher than that. I'm sure. I'm, I'm probably being. A, I'm paraphrasing or probably being a, a little conservative with yeah. my numbers. But they couldn't afford it. Yeah. They looked at the. They looked at the cost. They did a cost analysis mm-hmm. on what would cost a house feed and freaking maintain these people safe, mm-hmm. and it could. They, they, they could not. Um, they could not do it. Right. So, um, that's the. That's the. Those are the problems that I got with. Uh, with, you know, with, with where money goes. Yeah. Because I'm like, okay, well, if you're. You're gonna allocate money. Okay, allocate money, but. Throw some money on the Egyptian side, so they can freaking feed and house the refugees. That'll alleviate some of the some of the slaughter that's about to happen. But I mean, we got to talk to Mr. Rothschilds and, and the Rothschilds for that. I mean, they're the ones, you know. <laughs> I mean, whoever whoever is up there, you know, it's just it's um, it's bonkers, man. It's bonkers. But we need somebody to fucking just put a uh, put a stop to this whole fucking thing. Listen, that, if you do find a leader that's able to like. Stand so up to these the, countries and say, hey, it's the enough is effect. enough. It's the domino effect, you, man. You're going to need leaders of those countries that are willing to listen. It's, a, it's the domino effect, man, because this continues. This continues. Then um, some of these countries, by by ideology, are going to be forced to, to intervene. If they intervene, we intervene. Right. And it sparks off World it War III. It sparks off fucking World War III because Russia backs up Iran. Mm-hmm. Turkey backs up uh, the Palestinians and Lebanese. Uh, Egypt backs up the Palestinians. Jordan backs up Egypt. It's you know we all we right. I guess so into a mess. It, it, and and that domino effect that the dominoes will keep falling and it'll create a conflict that we won't be able to get out of no right. time soon. And uh, it's uh, we need somebody that's that's going to be able to bring everybody to the table, put a whole stop to this stuff, um, or you know or or mitigated mitigate the domino effect it's um this looks bad there's quite a few people um russia's Russia's pulling out of that they're pulling out of that nuclear agreement i heard about that it was earlier this month Mm -hmm. Uh, the russians uh pulled out of their um what was it the nuclear test agreement nuclear test agreement so they're going to expand their uh, and there i heard uh just a day or two ago that they are starting to train their military to react to nuclear yes, threats. Yes, they're doing they're doing drills. I mean, they're training <laughs> as they should. They should always be training. But we do, we do, we do yeah. all the time. But uh, I mean, all in all, man, <laughs> world's on fire again. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's, I mean, it's been burning since the world's been turning. Mm. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I mean, you guys. Pay attention. Do your research. Uh, look look into some of these things. I'll put some links on there on the description of the video. But don't forget, like and subscribe. And uh, follow us on uh, on all the major uh, platforms. You know, we're on Facebook, X, 
uh, Rumble and uh, YouTube, of course. You know, the subscriptions and the likes on the videos really do help yeah. the algorithms and help push our content. I mean, we get throttled quite a bit and demonetized and all that other nonsense because of the content of our channel. But um, if you guys like what we're saying, you know, you, you, you want to put suggestions, you know, make comments and whatnot, we read them. Um, yep. So, uh, so hit us up and... Uh, uh, don't forget, I'm also we're also on RSS, and we're going to try to push on Patreon and some of these other platforms to try to get a bigger footprint for our channel and just uh, just keep gr exponentially growing it, you know, as best as we can. We'll try to. So um, yeah, we appreciate all our subscribers. Yeah, we appreciate all the subscriptions and thank you all the all the comments and stuff like that. Everything is super constructive. I like it. Just uh, and even if it's even if you're if you're mean, I don't care. I like reading it anyways. Yeah. Uh, That's why I, I open all every everything yeah. that we post to at least the YouTube channel yeah. is open for all comments. It doesn't. Oh yeah, yeah. We we're not gonna we're not gonna do like some of these. Because there isn't. If you ever posted a video to YouTube, yeah. it has an option. It's like, oh, you want to like reserve some comments because they might be offensive. No, I, nah. all comments. I'm nah, here. let them rip. Let them rip. Let them rip. We don't care. It's fine. If you gotta say something, you gotta say it. So, um, and if we're wrong about something, say it. Yeah. Say it. We don't care. We'll correct it. It's uh, it's no big deal. We're all a big family here, trying to try to get get uh, all this information out. But um, been wrong before. Ain't gonna be the last time. But yeah. So um, and that's what I got for this week, man. Be good. Nothing else, man. All right, fellas. See you guys uh, in a few weeks, and uh, keep an eye out for the shorts. All right. So, bye.